Hey there, I'm Simeon. And I'm Mary. And welcome to the Two Nerds. And their journey through the essential literacy practices. Whole new worlds were created as rock twist on into unexplored territory within arms generally. There's always the feeling that one has to innovate and reevaluate and move on. Hey, we're here today with Jody and Beth, and they're going to introduce themselves and talk about what they do around the Literacy Essentials at OVEE. Hi, I'm Beth Ackley, and I'm the principal at Orchard View Early Elementary. Hi, I'm Jody Tuttle, and I'm a first and kindergarten teacher at Orchard View Early Elementary. So we invited you today because you have so many amazing things going on at Orchard View Early Elementary, but one amazing thing that is just catching fire with your staff that we wanted to see if you could share out about how Pineapple Charts revolutionized professional development by Jennifer Gonzalez, and wondered if you could talk a little bit, how did you learn about this, and then what did you decide to do as a team? Well, Jody and I were part of the Literacy Collaborative, and And we went to learning labs and one of our coaches gave us an article that we both just really fell in love with. And I was teaching first grade at the time and thought, wow, if we could just get into other people's classrooms and see what's going on, that would be great without an evaluation process involved in it. So we just sat there and talked back and forth and brainstormed how that would work for us. And then we took the idea to our principal because one of the big pieces to this is that the principal really has no involvement. They don't have really anything other than to give their approval. And it was great because our plus, our principal gave us his blessing to go and do this, and then he turned around and walked away, letting us know that it was in our hands to get this going with our staff. Right. So we talked about ways to do it, and one of the ways we, we started with was very small. We brought it up to our grade level, and at that time, Jody was in first, and I was in first as well. And we said, hey, we have this article. We read it together, and we said, let's, let's see if we can get this going. And we pulled out a calendar, and we wrote down dates, and named a times when people can come into our classroom and we picked what they could observe. And then one of the things that lots of buildings and our building is included in that will struggle with is how are you going to get coverage for your classroom? But we sat as a grade level and we tried to brainstorm ideas of how we could provide coverage without involving guest teachers so that we weren't creating an expense for the district and we weren't at the mercy of finding guest teachers which are at a premium oftentimes. And so sometimes we give up some of our planning time. Sometimes we have a partner teacher who will take our class with his or her class. They'll have a double class for a time period and that frees us up to go and visit another classroom. Sometimes we do it during part of our lunch hour and then eat our lunch during our planning time. We just tried to think of creative ways. And then some of the things that we're going in to observe, we can actually take our class with us. Beth did one of those when she did talk moves with my class. She invited my class to come in so my class could actually observe her class doing talk moves and then they got to practice talk moves with kids who already knew the procedures. We just looked for lots of creative ways to get into each other's classrooms and then every month we brought it up at grade level meetings. We brought the calendar out and encouraged people to open up their classrooms. The first year was kind of, you know, hard because everyone was afraid. We had just gotten so used and comfortable with each other. We're like, come on, we can do this. You Come see this. And we were asking. Then it started to be, hey, does anybody do small group instruction that they really got this? Somebody said, yes, I'll do this. Jill Newton said that she would do it. And 
I don't know how many people went in her room to, to see that, but the teachers just popped in, popped out. You thank the teacher, you take your notes, you know, and ask a few questions later on. Often we don't ever get a chance to go out and see opportunities amongst our peers, what they're doing in their classroom, mm-hmm. and even seeing things that we're ourselves curious about and wanting to learn more. So you've created this system. Right. So through this pineapple where they are able to sign up, to come in and see, and then you've made that arrangement. How beautiful is that I just system? think, too, I think about the trust with it, right? So you, yes, you approached right. your principal and said, hey, we are professionals, and we want to learn from one another. Will you let us do that? And it's not an evaluative piece. It's a trust piece. And, my gosh, look what's going on and how it's spread, right? Like, it's still happening because it's valuable. And then the next year, it was a little bit more. So everybody felt comfortable in first grade, really, going into classes. And Jody did a learning lab on writing. So I was like, everybody, you need to go and sign up. Jody, please sign up. Let them, everybody come see your class. And I think pretty much every first grade teacher did. And it gives us a lot of time to collaborate with our peers because afterwards, it's not a mandatory thing or, or any kind of requirement, but lots of the teachers will come and discuss with you what they saw. Or if someone was in my room, I would oftentimes ask them, you know, is there something you see that I could do differently? Is there something that I could add? Did you notice anything going on that I wasn't aware of with my students? And so it, it helped open those lines of communication. And even teachers that were a little bit hesitant, I think, started to see the value of letting people come in their classrooms. And two, I know Beth and I were always making sure we sent a thank you note to a teacher whenever they let us come in their classroom and just letting them know how much we appreciate. And I always try to highlight one or two things that I learned from them that I was going to take back to my classroom because I think letting them know I saw something valuable helps build them up for one thing and we want to do that with each other mm-hmm. and another thing I think it makes them more comfortable with opening their doors again in the future so that someone else can come in and have that same opportunity. Right even my students they did so many of the talk moves with other classes they got a book one time and they were so excited to read it. Last year at the end of last year kindergarten said they were interested in getting on board with that and Jody and Katie started talking so. At our professional development meeting prior to the start of the school year Katie and I did a presentation. We brought the article, copies of the article in, and we had the entire staff read the article so that we could learn again about the article and about the purpose. And then one of the things also that we hadn't pointed out yet was the fact that this doesn't have to be a certain time commitment as far as you don't have to come in and write, watch an entire lesson. You don't have to come in my room for an hour to observe me. If you have 10 minutes and want to just sneak in for 10 minutes, if you want to be correcting papers while you're listening, you know, that's okay too. It doesn't have to be something real formal. It can be very casual. And that also helped us, I think, keep it comfortable for each other. You just show up and sit in the back of the room and enjoy your time in there. So I've seen this year, as the principal, one of Jody's partners, first grade partners, did a phonics first lesson, and Jody's whole class went in, and they showed them how to use boogie boards and things like that in phonics first. And another teacher, John Simula, did a lesson in math, the Bridges math program, and another teacher went in and, and checked out that. And so as a principal now, I feel like I'm a teacher, so I'd like to come in and teach your class so that you can go over there and watch some of these pineapple movements. So, so you're, co- you're covering so I'm that covering. Your, your staff yes. can go get... They're, yes. they're learning so, when they, they're ready for it. Yeah, so I get my fix on teaching still. <laughs>
But you said something, too, that was powerful, both of you did, when you were talking about the teachers learn from teachers, right, mm-hmm. and take away what you're looking for for your own classroom. But also the kids are teachers. Right. Like they're teaching the other ones. How empowering is that and engaging for them to be able to say, yeah, I can teach this. Let me teach you this skill. And what did, what did you notice happen for your grade-level team? Since you initially shared this out with your grade-level team, what did you start to notice amongst your team? I think our grade level team became a lot more open with each other. I think they were more willing to take risks just in conversations around the table. I think not that there wasn't honesty prior to that, but they didn't feel ashamed if they hadn't gotten to something or if they didn't do something or what they would consider perfectly. They were willing to talk about that and share that with each other. And that helped us to support each other even more when they were willing to, to share that honestly. So how did you do your sign up? How did it start? How did it get started? Then how did you keep that momentum going? Well, it started on the calendar. And we still we in each lounge, I have a pine a section of their bulletin board is a pineapple chart with calendar on that. And so people are just asked to sign up and to let, you know, the teacher that they're coming to observe know, or if you're inviting someone into your room, that we just write it down. Sometimes it's not even on the calendar anymore. Right. It's it just between morphed. two yes. teachers. But we have a really cool pineapple set up in every village. Right. But it's kind of beyond that, where we yes. just talk to each other and, you know, I'll say, you know what, I would love to see kindergarten writing, and I just talk to a teacher and go in and do it. Yes, it's and morphed then, into a different beast. Yeah. I've got it. But right. pineapple, of course, means welcome, and the teachers have this pineapple on their door if they're welcoming anyone in say hey come in into my room but it is morphed into I don't even know when it's going on because people are doing it so often and as a principal going into rooms I'm like oh you should go see this in so-and-so's room in kindergarten teacher went to a first grade room and the first grade teacher said hey I can make this for math and they're going back and forth so now it's going cross grade levels as well Well, sometimes I think we forget that we have a lot of expertise within our walls of our building. And it's because time often prohibited us from seeing that and visiting each other. And when we looked at things differently and thought creatively and found ways to make that happen, it's a lot of PD time, but we're doing it on our own. We're getting a lot of this professional development just from our own staff members. And I think it's great to honor the expertise we have in Mm -hmm. our building. I think rather than it being everybody's going to learn about phonics lesson or everybody's going to learn about a comprehension strategy, it's what you need when yes. you want when you right. want it, right? Exactly. And so you can get what you want from your colleagues who I mean, let's face it, we all have these different things that we're really good at and we're all we're all growing in other ways. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. And that's really true, Samia, because we have talked about that. You know, I know what my weaknesses are as a teacher yeah. and I know what my strengths are. And I'm not afraid to ask a teacher that I see what they're teaching. I'm like, Oh, that's a strength for them, it's a weakness for me. I truly want to go in and see them do that. It inspires me, it gives me ideas, it really re-energizes me in my teaching. And yeah, it was kind of tricky at first. I said, okay, I'm going to do it with show and tell because I went from fifth grade to first grade. I'm like, don't you do show and tell? But it's a speaking and listening standard. Okay, but getting those kids to sit up and show and have specific guidelines and rules and and teaching them how to speak, how to be an audience, how to be a presenter. They became so good at it. I'm like, well, this leads into writing and you know, they're not afraid to show. First one was, would anyone like to see show and tell? And I had some people come and say, wow, we never thought of show and tell this way. So as a, you get to be curious together. I think when you both have shared a little bit around the pineapple chart, what makes me excited for your team is that you're able to really take this team and explode the team. And just imagine what that's doing for the students and the student engagement here in the learning. Just not only that, but building each other up. 
And really in a safe environment without that judgment, because there are so many times it's so nice to be able to say, I'm not an expert, but Jody, I need to come in and see writing. Beth, I'm not an expert on accountable talk, but I, I want to come in and watch it in action so that I can take those practices back into my own classroom. I think, too, it speaks a lot to culture, right? Like, yes. So there's this safe culture in this building. How did that happen or how did that come about that it was safe enough to try this? Or did you guys you know, make it safe? Our, our grade level... We just had, it clicked. You okay. know, it was personalities that just clicked. And then when Beth and I were doing the early literacy coaching, coaching project. project, it brought us closer together. And then we just started up opening our classrooms. And that's how it truly started is we both opened our classrooms first. We invited people in first. So we were the risk takers first, I guess, to show them that it was safe and that it was fine to do that and that there was no judgment. And so then after people had come into our room on several occasions, then in the months afterwards, that's when we started really kind of prodding some of the other teachers and for instance, I know one of our teachers is a great math teacher. And I told him, I said, you know what? You always do a great job with math. I want to come in and watch you do a math lesson. I'm feeling kind of stale with how I'm doing things. I just want to get some new ideas and jazz it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he let me come in and do it. And then another teacher, I wanted to come in and watch small group during independent reading time because again I felt like you know I know how I do it but maybe there's a better more efficient way out there probably there is and so I went and watched a colleague do that and you know and I walked out of there with several ideas that I implemented in my classroom and then we would bring it back up to our grade level meetings what we saw so that we would encourage others to go see that because you know it was just awesome for us I'm like you should go and you should go and everybody kind of wanted to go see it it made the person that was teacher the teacher feel very valuable that there work was really good work and their teaching styles and we just try to build each other up with that way and I'm thinking myself too right now new teachers coming on board with a staff with a culture sometimes they're overwhelmed with things going on in a school so it embracing that culture I can only envision at your PLC meetings they're thinking I thought I was the only one that was like in a constant learning mode right now this year but it kind of sounds like we're all as a collective team wanting to learn from each other have you noticed that with some of your new staff members that maybe have joined your team how have they responded with a pineapple chart well, I know one of our new teachers, who's not really a new teacher, she taught another grade level, but she went and has also observed and had someone come in her class observe already. Wow. So, yes. And last year we had a new teacher in the oh, first yeah. grade team who had several people come in and observe in her classroom. She was doing something that we weren't doing and that we wanted to do, and yeah. she had a system set up and procedures in place. And so she got a lot of us onto journal writing with our students last year. I'm just curious, what's your wish for this? My wish is that because this is just a K-1 building, I'm wishing that we could go across the grade levels to the next building, like three, four, five, and just, you know, sharing that way across our district. And I talked to one of our old principal, Tom, and we kind of wish that we could go back and forth across school districts and share with each other and do some pineapple. So we did have a, one of their teachers come today to a professional development, and we talked about possibly doing that. You know, my wish is that people will continue to share this out like we are so that it will encourage other districts to do it because I think they're going to find great value in it if they can get it started. And so I guess that's just my wish is to encourage people to just try it. It might be kind of messy and sticky at first, but you'll refine it as you go, as we have. And then you know, you might end up with something beautiful like we have in our district. And seeing more and more kids involved with it, the students who are just taking the ownership of teaching their other, their peers. It's really incredible. Well, thank you. Thank you both. Whole new worlds were created 
as rock pushed on into unexplored territory. Within miles generally, there's always the feeling that one has to.